everybody. Welcome to the Hustling Sideways podcast, episode 67. I'm Alan House, the music writer. That was so official. Episode 67. I'm Jim Levin, a keynote and motivation speaker, and we are back. We are back in the same room, uh, which is great. We just figured out that it was episode 67, so I believe in Roy Furr's episode. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, In Roy Furr's episode, there's a part where we're like, Oh, is it 63 or 64? No, that was 66. Yeah, so, so who knows? doesn't matter. The numbers don't matter. Numbers don't matter. I actually have it in my Instagram bio that I'm bad at math and parking cars, and I, I will stand by that. Yeah, of course. And actually, my favorite joke I go to when I'm talking to high school students, particularly because it's extremely fun, I say, you know what? I hate math so much that geometry can kiss my angle side side. No, there for a second, I walk away and I come back because they're all happy because that's pretty cool. Good. Um, I like it. We have a really cool thing. Yes. This highbrow podcast. Yes. Which, if you don't know, Forbes is a cool website. So, a lot of stuff. In particular, it's working on science. They talk about side hustles. They talk about money. Um, <laughs> a lot of times, money, business. Um, people know Forbes. The Forbes you know, is being facetious. Yes, everyone knows the Forbes. But um, I had an opportunity, uh, and well, at this point now, about two months ago. I know. To be, I know, it's so weird. I'm just I'm here to be recording these way before they're introduced. So like, some of the things that we say probably aren't going to be true. But we're just going to start making flames. Remember that, that time the smoke was coming in from Canada? <laughs> Hopefully a long time ago. But... Uh, I was asked about the Athletic Harvard, which is where I work, an amazing organization, um, to talk about sciences with an uh, interview with Mark Curry, great friend, and I followed me on Twitter. Good evening, Mark. Um, and I didn't know that my comments over email would be the majority of the article, and I was really, let's see, flattered by that. And, and, you know, so I got a chance to talk about why side hustles matter to a younger generation. The only thing is I was mistakenly labeled as Gen Z, and I am not Gen Z. You know what? I. Sometimes I feel like you could you could pass. With I could no, and I, I that's a good point. I do connect with Gen Z for the most part, but I am not that. Otherwise, it was a great time, and I was uh, happy to be part of it. And uh, now we are again, as mentioned by Forbes, a podcast uh, So if you came here as that Forbes article, welcome, and <laughs> I hope you did. And uh, that's what I got to say about it. Yeah. <laughs> Now, speaking of, uh, well, we are the illustrious Hustling Sideways from Forbes magazine. We are. Uh, yes. But also speaking of manpower group, yes. uh, that brings us into today's guest. Transition of the year. Yes. So we have a wonderful guest, one of my uh, favorite colleagues I get to work with on a daily basis. Well, not daily basis, but often, I would say quite often. Um, we, uh, it's uh, Kajela Sethi. She is a program manager, which is always happening, it's free work, but also the owner of Valesa, which is a shop with... Um, very, very cool, wonderful bespoke items that I want I want to get into today. So, Kajal, welcome to us inside of you. Thank you for having me. Still no applause there. Well, thank you so much, guys, for having me. I've been following your podcast for a bit now. Never imagined I'd be on this side of the camera. So thank you for having me. Uh, it's a huge honor. Get to strike something off the bucket list. So happy to be on here. And um, I'll tell you a little bit about myself. Mm-hmm. I was born in India, raised in India in the capital, Delhi. Um, moved to U.S. in 2004. Before that, I did my bachelor's in economics, MBA in HR, and then lived in Jersey for 16 years once we moved. And then 
We then moved to Texas for my husband's job. We've been here five years. I like to call it a trilogy. I'm hoping this is it. I'm not much of a mover. My husband is. So we'll see where we land. And a um, little bit about my family. I've uh, been married with my husband for 19 years now. Not dating myself at all. <laughs> and then he is super smart, supporting, caring. I've got two kids with him, eight and 13. And um, what I like to call a blank space for a dog. All my friends know I want a dog, never owned a pet. So it's known to the universe I want a dog. So that's what I say. There's an imaginary dog in the family too. <laughs> Hopefully I get one soon. You're talking to eight both dog owners, yes. one for a couple of years, yes. I never had one until one very new as a few months ago. Yes. I have one, but it is um, a lot of work, I guess. <laughs> I mean, you're, not, you're not, I mean, I love my dog, let me be clear about that, but you're not missing that much. She's got kids, she's not worried about your dog. dog. The dog's a cakewalk by that point. <laughs> it's an imaginary dog, so that's <laughs> Don't have to send them to college, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, dog school is not the same, exactly. But yeah, my dog just went through the past. You know, I would argue that dog school and college kind of the same. Yeah, pretty much are. Teach you how to behave a little bit. Have a treat. <laughs> a lot of treats. Yeah. Oh, actually, yeah, really, the exact same thing. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah but uh, that's wonderful. So, so uh, obviously, great. And you and I got a chance to be in person last year for the Consumer Court. So, I awesome. And um, I know you're local to Texas, that's where that conference is at, and it was really cool having a presence there. But um, tell us about how you got into the staffing world, which is how you and I know each other. And then we'll, we'll, we'll go into some more about what you're doing. I'll be curious of that, of kind of that. Mm -hmm. Is it one? A lot of people say they got in by mistake, or, you know, weren't going to be lifers, or that's usually the way that people phrase how, how they risk. So tell us a little bit about that journey. Okay, so yeah, I'll back up into my career a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, I did 10 years on the agency side. We are what we consider staffing very loosely so people can like digest, you know, they'll ask you what you do and I feel bad for them immediately. I'm like, are you sure you want to know? You're going to be bored. You know, it's a long answer. You're sure about that? So then we moved on to Manpower Group. Jim knows that. So yeah, like I feel like I heard someone say this. The simplest way to say is we help people hire talent, help companies hire talent. I'll leave it at that. And then into all of that, you know, yes, I love my company, love my boss, I love my day job. So that's not a reason to get into this at all. I'm uh, hoping for a promotion director if my boss is listening. So <laughs> come into all of that. What's that? Sorry. No, that I like yeah, that. Yeah, that. We should, we would all like speak that into existence. I don't even work there. I'll take the promotion. <laughs> I throw a lot of vibes into the universe, whoever's listening. So. <laughs> Bring into that Velasa, I'll tell you a little bit about Velasa. So the company was founded in India last year by three ladies who happened to be childhood friends. They went to boarding school together and uh, they've been friends for decades and they did these world travels together. You know, I feel like they're so fortunate to do this. You know, not many friendships last that long and so thick. They travel to Europe, Asia, everywhere. And um, one of those ladies happened to be my sister-in-law. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. We're going to pause for one second, just because uh, your computer might have something about to we lost, we lost you. Did I cut up? I think we're back. Hang on one second. I, I think you're good now. Yeah, I think we're back. We lost you for like 10 seconds after you said one of the, one of the ladies was your sister-in-law. And then after that, we lost you for... Okay, so... Okay. So yes, we um, 
Vilasa was founded by three friends, childhood friends. Uh, they traveled to various places together and the products are inspired by their travels. So they traveled to Europe, Asia, you know, they then they started designing products. Vilasa products are designed by us. They are manufactured exclusively for us. So you will not see a Vilasa product with any other company. You know, a lot of people do this, you know, they'll source things from India, but you're talking multiple levels, multiple chains. Here, it's not that, you know, we're talking directly to the manufacturer and then it's just coming in your hands. Um, so yes, we as a family traveled to India in March and we happened to see these products. I don't know if you heard the part, one of those ladies is my sister-in-law. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. how we got to know of the shop immediately fell in love with the products, felt compelled. We were like, yes, I can put my name to this. I can stand behind this. I feel good selling this. So we felt a strong urge to bring it to our family and friends here in US, you know, bring like unique Indian treasures. Me and my husband, you know, we are first generation Indian immigrants, right? So we've always felt this uh, strong urge to leave a legacy for our kids. We've been very grateful, gotten a lot of opportunities from these countries, you know, from the country. So want to make something more out of this, leave this for the kids. And I will say, you know, I mean, when we explore home stores around us, you know, big brand stores, right? We feel like America is lacking at some level for products at this price point that are built to last, that are not mass manufactured, that are made the old fashioned way. They are handmade. So it's very limited edition. You know, you're not going to get like, we cannot produce hundreds of them. You know, it takes time to make them. Mm -hmm. So that's how Vilasa came into existence. You know, I mean, that's the hope and dream that, you know, yeah, while they're made the old fashioned way with, you know, natural materials and techniques, they're good for any contemporary home. And that's why, you know, we felt like we really want to do this and get behind this. Sure. Um Give us an example of kind of some of the, the products that you guys sell. Um, are, are they like household items? Are they wearables? Like what do we have? So you'll have like coasters and cheese boards and cheese knives and cake serving, you know, cake servers and um, jewelry boxes, trays, that type of stuff. Oh, we are coming up with a lot of new products. I can barely keep up. I'm like, is this on the website? Is this on Instagram? We're going to show it everywhere. I cannot keep up because, uh, yeah, you know, with the day job, I mean, I'm very grateful for scheduling on Instagram. I didn't know that was a thing. I was super fascinated to see that. I'm like, you can just put content over the weekend and you're all set for the week. That's a miracle. Uh, I'm grateful for that. Yeah, we use that. We use that for this podcast all the time. All the yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. What was the um, what was the response like? You know, when you obviously once India felt really compelled and called to to do this and to be a part of it, was it like an immediate thing for you when, when you got back? Of like this has to happen? Did it take a little while? Or, uh, you know, what was what was like that process like? And how did you find people interested right away in, in working with you? Or did it, did it take a little while to start building up what you have? Because the, and the site's great. It sounds like you you know really have a good plan. So what was it? What was that process? You're asking about how it started? Is yeah, it yeah. Like when you, when you got, was it like, like an immediate sort of thing or did it take a little while or how, how long did that take to, to actually get off your hand? So, yeah, you know, I mean, I will say like, um, if if I heard you correctly, I'm sorry, just struggling with hearing you a little. Um, I, I will say, you know, some teething things, you know, some things we are running into as we get our feet wet. It's 
um, a lot of like, you know, what to do with inventory, like how to stock things, what to get, how much off, like, you know, what will people like? What I did was I surveyed my friends and um, I got all different answers. You know, what I thought would sell, heard something completely different. They were like, no, I think we'd like to go for the cheese boards. I'm like, okay. And that is something that our founders in India struggle with as well. You know, they may do an event and the first night something may be sold out. And the second night at the same exact spot, it'll be something entirely different. So go figure, you know, it's yeah. like super unpredictable. I'm like, yeah, we're trying to keep a little bit of everything, but if you're going to ask me for five of something, you got to wait, like, you know, just yeah. give us some time. I can't just like, yeah, like, you know, it, it, we're trying to figure that out as well as the pricing, you know, like you're getting stuff from India and some of it is marble. It is heavy. So uh, shipping is a big part of it. So we want to try and price it right. So it's fair to people. It's a realistic price, but also, you know, it takes into account everything that goes into it. And uh, yeah, that was actually something I wanted to ask too about the logistics of it, of bringing products in from, you know, had you had any experience with shipping things over from India in a massive quantity like this to, to have a store's worth of inventory? It's all brand new. We are super green, super green. And, you know, I'm admitting it, but we are like, we are learning things every day, you know, like that's not something we've done in the past. Like maybe mom will send some treats and that'll be like it. Like, you know, I know something in Korea, like, yes, with some contacts managed to get a better price than what you would pay just for like regular, right? So we really loved into that. You know, my brother, he knew someone who works in logistics. So he was able to give us a sweet price. But we are figuring it all out, you know, a lot of new things. It's a whole different thrill than what you do, what I do in my day job, right? I mean, what is going to click with people, which post or which reel is going to be liked more? Um, mm. My daughter is super obsessed with it. She's a 13. So, of course, she's like, how do you grow your followers? And yeah, how can yeah. you make a cool reel? You know, she's an artist. So she hand painted a Velasa sign for us. We oh, wow. uh yeah, she's really into it. And, you know, a couple of weeks back, we did an event, took the sign with me. Now I'm superstitious. I want to take it everywhere. I'm like, this is my good luck charm. And um, yeah. she's a Canva champion. So she's always like, she was obsessing with the light for this podcast right now. She's like, needs to be a certain way. I'm like, Misha, I'm done. Like, this, this is enough. And she's like, really into it, like super thorough. You give her any Velasa task and she light up. She wants to be a part of it. That's so. Awesome all coming together trying to put something out for people hopefully that they like we signed up for some events in the fall we just have to be super careful and intentional with our time and resources you know it's not the same thing as someone who's just an entrepreneur you know no knock on them it's a lot of work but it's not that i have all day to be doing this you know i have just a few limited hours and then same thing with the money you know i mean you've got to sell some pieces to kind of feel in a break-even position Yes, I would love to sign up for events that cost hundreds of dollars, but we are not there yet. So we have to be super intentional with where we are going, trying to gauge the audience who's going to appreciate it. And the first event we did was like parents with young kids. And I can see someone like thinking that, oh, my kid is going to probably break that. So they may consider it for gifting, but you mm -hmm. have to be, you have to be, you know, we learn new things every day about which audience this may click with. So, yeah. That's great. I, I want to go back to one thing when you started the response out to this question, like that you are green, you know, and, and we, we all said that way. And I think the, the process of that and you learning is terrifying. To oh, absolutely. And, and, and to, like, that's the difference to me of 
a side hustle and being passionate about something. That's what I honestly I think people that think the way you think are going to succeed because you have to enjoy that process. Like I had no idea, but I still frankly don't what I'm doing when it comes to contracts and you know set set like a logo. It's just so many things I had to learn about what business is like, and that can be a really distracting and, and brutal process that would drive a lot of people away from wanting to do something that you're doing, but you're like, I'm going to learn this and I'm going to like it. And you're getting your family involved to a point where it's actually bringing you together like that. that that's such a difference to me. And when instead of, of other people, like, like I have to learn how to do this, you know, I've never done it before. It's like, oh, I'm starting this new thing. Like it's, it's almost like out of spite that you have to figure it out. Like if you don't enjoy the process, it's probably not the right thing for you to do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, when, you know, when you started doing events and, and getting set up with things like that, how did you kind of go about the process of finding like the right event for you? Um, and, and what was that, you know, initial setup like for you? So that one just kind of fell in our lap. You know, it was like a week's notice and we were like, mm -hmm. are we doing this, not doing this? So that was just like getting our feet wet. It was a somewhat smaller event. You know, I will say most of all, maybe it prepared me to gauge the kind of questions we get. You know, how do you care for this product or like just things like that? You know, it was a smaller audience. Um, I feel like, you know, the price point that these things are at, I I admit and I realize that, you know, sometimes if people know you or they can see things in person, it might sell better. Uh, we even met with some friends who said, you know, a, a couple who was like very, I consider very worldwide and they're like, you need to put this stuff in people's hands. And, you know, I understand we are an online shop, but they're like, they need to really see uh, it in their hands, feel it in their hands to see how well made it is. Mm -hmm. It is, you know, a heavy thing. You can feel it in your hands. So it's not like something flimsy or like something for a season. This is something that is meant to last, to hand down to future generations. And that is one of the reasons why we are very obsessed about the packaging as well. So it comes with like a plush bag to put it in, like a oftentimes a box. You, you, we want people to have that feeling. Like I got my first Louis Vuitton bag. It came like in a box. It came like in a bag. I'm like, yeah, I'm holding something very precious in my hand. Or yeah. like, you know, like a box of chocolates. It should give you joy. You know, it should not be just something you bought on the fly and you're going to forget about tomorrow. No, it's meant to last. So all of that went into it. That first event, we were like, more than anything else, we are going to just enjoy it. But now, you know, I I have a mentor, you know, uh, the lady who runs my gym. She's a mentor, you know, she's running multiple businesses. And she's like, telling me, she's like, you got to be fierce about it. You know, you're talking to a room full of people. If I'm not making them aware about me being a business owner of Vilasa, have them talk about Indian culture and this is handmade and everything. You know, that's something that didn't come naturally to me, I'll be honest. You know, I'm like, at first, I'm like just sneaking it in. Oh, I'm a business owner. I'm like, don't be half-hearted about it. Tell them the whole thing, you know, own it, mm -hmm. embrace it. You're so passionate about it, share it. So then, you know, some of the events are people where I know, where I know that I'm going to know some of the people. So they already know that I'm going to sell them some, like my name is attached to it. You know, they've known me for some time. They know that. I'm not here to make quick money. You know, I'm going to send them something that I know will hopefully bring them joy. So trying to combine both of those things, trying to get into events where hopefully some people know us. And then, you know, we obviously meet that other goal of having people touch those things in person, feel them for themselves. Because I feel like I try to make a pretty Instagram page, but I don't feel like it does justice to the product. 
and we are not at a point that we can have a physical shop that may be a dream for some time but not right now so mm -hmm. that's where we are at. Oh, sure. that's great and I, I really appreciate the, the because there's such a personal and intimate part of what you're doing it's it's who it's ingrained in you it's who you are it's in your culture and you have you have an affinity for, for that and, and I agree. Like that's what that's what people need to hear. And and when you when that passion really comes out, it's a product. It's one that you care about. And sure they can get products from different places, but the story behind it, how it's made, the legacy that you want to leave behind it too, like that's that's the brand. And I think that's what sets it apart from a lot of others, which is why I was so interested in it. But this is I could tell it was it was cool and it meant something to you. And I think when we're I think a lot of times people forget that. Like, yeah. like what, what's what's behind the thing you're doing? I mean I I'm a speaker. Like there's clearly things behind what I'm doing and why I want to do it. And every time I get a chance to share that, that's that that's that's the magic. And I and I can tell you have it, which is which is just awesome. It makes sense to, to grasp onto that and have that be part of the story. And look at your website, like it's still there, which is really cool. And it's 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 different than what the norm sort of is for, you know, handmade, you know, whatever you want to call it, but really that feeling of getting something that's a gift that means something it's like right. having your story attached to that's it exactly your yourself attached to it mm -hmm. yeah every product that they make comes with a story so you know i mean we are actually even considering doing this like maybe have some cards in there that tells the story behind the thing like i'll yeah. give an example of like coasters we have glass coasters that are inspired by water paintings so like mm -hmm. those coasters, they are cut in one place. The sheet of glass is cut into shapes of coasters. Then it goes somewhere else for printing. Then mm -hmm. it comes back for like a brass rim. So I feel like, you know, there's at least a dozen people who are putting their, you know, it's a labor of love. They are putting their good vibes into it before it gets into someone's hands. So it yeah. really is a story attached to it. And that's what I'm finding with since the launch of Velasa, I'm discovering new parts of my personality. You know, I've always had like a guiding principle. If you've got nothing good to say, don't say anything, you know, okay. try not to be negative, just keep it to yourself. But now on the other side of it, I feel like if I've got something good to say, and you all may relate to this, you know, you have this podcast. So like, if you got something empowering to say, or something that may be useful to someone, something that may make someone laugh, i do a lot of humor i try to i like my own jokes and um so just say it you know that's my job to have my voice heard and you know get my voice out to people so i'm i feel like i'm opening up more i'm gaining mm -hmm. confidence you know you're lifting this baby off the ground so i feel like i can do hard things it's the same kind of feel good you get after you lift weights at the gym. I have a lot of gym analogies. I went to the gym today, but you know, I don't want it to become a power trip. I don't want some to get to someone's head. You know, you see people around you and I just feel like you want to stay humble and grounded. You know, you can learn a little bit from everyone. So just want to stay humble and gratitude attitude. Yeah, I yeah. love it. Um, did you have any sales experience before this or like anyone in your family have experience with like selling things? Because it is, it's an acquired thing, I think, to learn how to, you know, there's like a nice balance of like, I, I, I want to sell you this thing, but I don't want to talk like, talk you, you're like, out Yeah, I don't want to outsell you, you know what I mean? Like, and to the point where you're like, enough, you know? So did, did you have experience or someone in your family have that sort of experience? I'm so glad you asked. I have experience selling Girl Scout cookies. Oh, one second. My girl. Okay, let's bring it back from there. Sorry, we lost you for a second. We lost you for like five seconds. Hang on. At the start of that season, 
Can you hear me? Okay. All right. Now you're back. You're good. You froze okay. for a second. Where did you yeah, lose okay. me? All right, we lost you for a second there. Okay, um, so you sell Girl Scout cookies? Yep. Yes, yes. So my daughter has been a Girl Scout for six years now. We sell Girl Scout cookies, and you know, at the start of every season, the Girl Scouts organization will tell you, you know, you're gonna learn confidence, and you're gonna learn decision making, and time management, and money management, and learn how to deal with a no. You know, I've always felt like, yeah, I'm selling this alongside with her, but. I want to learn those skills for myself. I feel like that's something everyone can improve upon. I feel like I want to bring those skills to my work. So I, it was a personal calling for me. I'm like, I want to do better with those things. Mm-hmm. Over the years, you know, my year-end reflections, my bosses would always say like, Kajal, you know your stuff. You know what you're saying, but you don't speak up. You need to have more confidence. You need to trust yourself. So this thing helps with that. You know, I'm like, yeah, I'm doing hard things. I'm doing, trying to predict, I'm doing all these things and I'm finding that I'm being able to bring that to my work. I love it. And there's, un, I call it unintended positive consequences of putting on something you're passionate about. This happens to me constantly. With my work where I'm, I'm gathering something I love from, from speaking, from doing, you know, leadership, leadership works on fashion, you know, a lot of leader leadership workshops. Sessions. I could grasp onto some of that knowledge and experience and bring it every day to what I do. And it makes it way more fun because you're like, okay, like that's, it's building the confidence is so important in whatever role you're in. But um, you kind of, you're really stepping outside your comfort and learning some of this. And that will only make you better as a leader, as a business owner, probably as a mom. I mean, all, all the things that, that, that come up from the confidence you can gain. But I think that's spot on. And a lot of people don't, realize that like, it, like you don't necessarily understand those consequences that you're living in but you like the process is full of them if you keep going through it fail a little bit learn from it and grow and, and, uh, and, and there's always going to be something good that comes afterwards I, that's a great perspective because i think it's, it's spot on yeah absolutely um what has the kind of initial what were the first like lessons that you taught sorry i'm dying here for a second <laughs> uh, um, what were some of the initial lessons that you had learned from some of your first events and how did you kind of build on this? Uh, we've done just one event yet, all honesty, right? And, okay. and that's what I would say I've learned the most, you know, try to gauge the audience. You try to gauge where it's going to click. You know, who do you think is your perfect audience? Yes, mm-hmm. gifting could apply to anyone, but... Um, I want to try and start out with people who know me, you know, like my husband always says, you know, I want to try and be fair by people, try and be good by them, try and do like, I don't know, try to, I'm going to sound sappy, but I'll just say it, try and radiate positive energy. My family knows me and they laugh like they're like, you're always with like five exclamation points and two heart emojis and Jim knows that and he's laughing. Uh, So that's just me. (laughs) So that's that's what you know when my husband and i talk you'll be just like you do you 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 continue to do what you're doing what i said earlier you know i gotta make people aware that i'm doing this i cannot be shy about that but beyond that i don't have to be annoying or pushy you know then it's up to them you know if they want to go ahead with it or not they want to purchase or not i'm learning that good things take time you know i can sometimes get restless this is something that's not this is not a sprint it's a marathon so (laughs) And I know that I'm in the hardest part of it right now, lifting it mm-hmm. off the ground. So I know good things should come and just need to wait it out for that. And, you know, let let those let some time pass and grow your uh, breach a little and then see what happens. 
You know, and I know one thing you and I talked about this week, actually, and I know this is going to be two months from now when that comes out, but bear with me. Uh, after, the, after the Forbes article came out about, um, you know, sort of the, the employer reaction to, to taking on something you're passionate about, which is, you know, not always for your, for your day job, you know, always the most positive conversations. I know you told me that, that the support you received from your manager, from company that Man Carpet we work with was... Um, the same as mine, which was super positive. So tell me a little bit about that, of, of, you know, when you kind of started this and when you remember to bring it up as something like this is what I'm going to be doing and, and what was the initial reaction like of, of, of support so, or, you know, my boss has been super supportive of everything, you know, I mean, and she's not with me on social. I know some of my peers are, so I'm like, you know, I'm going to tell you just as a courtesy that I'm going to start to do this. And she was just the most chill person about it. She's like, I hope it brings you money. That's exciting. I'm like, all right, that's all there is to it. That was short and sweet. So I love this thing about our organization. You know, they are with the times. They normalize it. You know, they are not um, super rigid or traditional or, for lack of better, uptight about it. So mm -hmm. I, I really, really do appreciate that. I feel like it allows me to bring more to my table, knowing that, you know, I've, they've got my back, right? They are taking care of me and I just got to do my best. You know, I got to bring my whole self to my job and try and do the best with these hours and then with those hours. So, yeah. yeah. I love it. I mean, Mantarver, that's it. I mean, it's not like we're paid to say that or something. It's, it's a real statement. And I, I've had the same experience. I'm actually, as a girl, it's very good, you know, a, a social media friend with the people that I report to and, um, it's in, and so they're going to find out sooner or later, right? But I've been very good friends for a long time. There's been nothing but support, nothing but enthusiasm because they know that me and I know it's time for you pursuing things that we're really passionate about outside of, of our nine to five is critical for our engagement and, 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 uh, you know, overall, I think longevity. And so there's a, not only is there support, but almost like, yeah, keep going. Like, I can really do that and learn from it. And it's made me better in what I do. And it's made me more loyal to the organization, frankly. And, on the leadership within the support and that, that's so critical and I, I just, I that's just that. amazing you know i mean they do the best things you know in this economy like it's kind of unpredictable but the things that they do that they just i you know i'm in awe of them and i'm a fan and you know there's always been a certain level of flexibility you know always been very good about it but i really do appreciate it and you know i mean i'll say this about the side hustle like yes you know it is exciting to do it it might be appealing to many people but it can be exhausting. It can get hectic. There can be burnout. So I will say that that is something you should be super excited about. You should feel really passionate about because that's what's going to keep you going. You know, like otherwise the idea of it is great, but when you get into it, it can be like a lot. Like my friends are sitting there watching Netflix or they're out somewhere while I'm doing this. Like why? So mm -hmm. you have to feel so strongly about it to be able to do it. Like I know we wanted to do this for the longest time. You know, my husband would like joke. He's like, I am going to just retire and be in a bookstore and be surrounded by books. Or like <laughs> when I moved recently to the U.S., you know, I would go to Pier 1 and get all like, wow, like this is the most amazing place. And I want to work here on the holidays, be surrounded by pretty things, and I'll be all set. Well, they went out of business. I'm glad that I'm getting to be surrounded by pretty things. But I, yeah, you have to feel really excited. You're supporting a dying industry. You know, when we went to um, India in March, we visited the Taj and we spoke to some of those artisans and they told us about how they're struggling to keep their future generations in this. Mm -hmm. You know, they want to 
move towards like more IT jobs and call center jobs. And by selling these products, you know, we are telling them there is livelihood to be had here. There is an international market for this. So that alone, you know, that is a feel good having having your friends and family see the joy of what you've enjoyed so much. These products that last you for a while, you know, just that whole process is exciting, you know, and some of these, you know, the marble products that we have, the technique and the materials that are used are the same that were used to create the Taj Mahal hundreds of years back. You know, it's inlay work and it's precious stones and it's marble. So it's it's just, yeah, the, that line is my most favorite, that whole collection, the marble collection. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you you feel good about supporting that. It's for a good cause. Yeah. And that is what keeps us going. Yeah, and, and you brought up something too, is that, you know, current, current generations are moving more towards IT and call center and stuff. In your case, you've got your daughter's helping you and you've got your husband is helping you as well. Um, and it is part of culture too. It's you're kind of you know. Is there some gratification knowing that your daughter is going to be participating in this, and that there's your heritage and your culture, and she's learning probably about that through these products and through you know what you're doing as as your side hustle. Yeah, I feel like it's very nice to see. And sometimes I feel like she'll embrace it more than sometimes even we may, you know, she's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to bring out my Indian attire. And, you know, my son may be still a little like, he's like, oh, let me just have like an American lunch. And we laugh about it. I'm like, why an American lunch? Like, why not an Indian lunch? He's like, I'm not going to be able to explain it. And he's like, just eight year old. But, you know, he wants to get involved with this stuff, too. And he's like, what is all the fuss about in this house? Like, it's the last night. like, I want in on the action. So he'll try to get involved in his own way. Uh, but yeah, definitely Misha, my daughter, like she she will want to be more into it. She she is good about embracing it. And now she is seeing firsthand, you know, we are getting the source from India. I I, I do want to take a moment to express gratitude for my family. You know, my sister-in-law, like first off, I've always had a mindset that I don't want to do business in family. I'm like, that's messed up. I'm not going to do it. And here I am, you know, doing this with her. I've known her for over 20 years and she's a conservative person. You know, we would talk, but mostly on birthdays, you know, you move here, you get a little bit distant. That's just something that's part of it. You get distant. So we would talk over birthdays, but now we are talking so much. I feel like I'm making up for those 20 lost years. You know, I'm talking at a new level. You get to appreciate someone on a work level. She's a very confident woman, super creative. Um, so I'm getting to appreciate all those work aspects of it that I think is a hidden blessing of Vilasa. And like, you know, come to think about it, we are 9,000 miles away. I I personally, you know, I know there's a lot of side hustlers. They do cool, amazing things. I couldn't wrap my head around doing something from literally from the ground up with no help. We get help from them. You know, they'll build content. We collaborate with them. Mm-hmm. They help design these products, right? And Every product goes through, like, I would say a dozen quality checks before it even comes to us. So we cannot, we cannot, you know, imagine doing this without their help, right? So that's something Mm -hmm. to be definitely grateful for. Mm -hmm. When we started the business, I'll share something funny, you know, I'd create these reels and posts and everything. And sure enough, you know, the first or second likes would be my mom and my mom-in-law. And I'm like, stop (laughs) it. That's not cool. Don't do this anymore. That's it. Yeah. (laughs) And then now you're getting to the point, there are other people too. So I'm like, yeah, that's a sure sign that we are growing. Someone can beat my mom to it, they're quick. <laughs> good. Yeah, that's a good sign, I would say. Like moms are always first. And if you can get 
couple fans out there before mom. That's when you know <laughs> are heading up. But I appreciate it. Tell me a little bit about uh, building your brand online too, because that social media is kind of a thing that I mean, we all use it. But thing I do for my um so tell me about building your brand online and and the hurdles that there are in that because uh, you're on Instagram a lot and that is you know you're fighting the algorithm you know what I mean like you're trying to just do whatever you kind of get your things seen so um tell me a little about uh, building your brand on Instagram so hearing some social content creation podcasts for sure all that wisdom that's out there, you know, trying to do more with like hashtags. I'm like, oh, I can actually play the algorithm or like, I'll try to tag myself. Like we recently joined a club and I'm like, I'll tag myself in their photos from my business. So people will look at what is this business and try to grow followers like that. So trying to get really creative. We want to try and work with some influencers as well, you know, try to get the product in their hand and Mm -hmm. leverage their followers. But, you know, that is more toward fall. You know, when I know people are Christmas shopping and maybe they're Christmas shopping Mm -hmm. all year, I'm telling myself these stories, but uh, I want to do it more in the fall. You know, we want to try and peak then. I will say it's definitely a process that takes patience. You know, we are inching towards our first hundred followers. We are still like, I can tell you right now, we are 11 shots. So it's something like you watch that baby grow bit by bit, you know? So Mm -hmm. it's a process trying to learn it, trying to get creative, you know, you uh, learning so many new things like real sell and try to go with trending music and this and that. And, you know, you get all these business insights. I'm like, wow, what just happened? Like the viewership boomed. Like, what did Mm -hmm. I do different? Got to go back Mm -hmm. and look. So it's a lot of learning for sure. There's so much knowledge out there to take a nugget you know, of knowledge from each piece of content you're exposed to, the people you talk to. I mean, that's that's how you truly build what you're, you know, like you kind of, because I, I do this a lot. Like I'll, I'll listen to podcasts or read a book or whatever and take in some advice, but then I make it, you know, so the way that that guy did it was cool, but I would do it this way. And you really kind of build your own flair. And then it becomes you. It becomes your, your brand. Well, you know, you probably have the same experience. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's been so much of, there's a lot of time for me for research. Yeah. So, you know, before I even go post things now, because right. now I'm trying to figure out, and like, just when you feel like you have it, it changes mm-hmm. the whole thing. For sure. There's so yeah. much out there. Like, what's the best time of the day and this and that. And some people are, don't fuss about it. Like, it can be just any time. Like, are you telling them a real good story? Or like, are you engaging with them before? Exactly. I didn't know these are all things. And now they are like, wow, there is a whole world out there. And there is so much to explore. So we try to do it more the organic way. I mean, yeah, it would be very tempting. Like I got drawing kids, it'd be so tempting to hire someone to manage my social media, you know, but yeah, I want to start small and be conscious of what money we are putting into this before we grow a little bit, right? So trying to grow it organically bit by bit, um, trying to have our own followers, you know, like this is something I learned just recently. I'm trying to introduce myself. I'll share my social. So I'll share my business first. You know, they'll get they'll get to follow my business. I follow them back. Then I show them my personal as well. So mm-hmm. it's just trying all different things, whatever clicks. That's sure. cool. Um, so what I guess is the big takeaway? What is the big thing that is like the most gratifying thing for you about having this business, about getting it started? Um, so far, because you are in the new stages of it, like what is what has been the exciting part? The most exciting is everything that we are learning. You know what I said mm-hmm. earlier about like building confidence and mm-hmm. uh, doing cool things together with your like spouse. That is not mm-hmm. like going to the movies or going to the mall. This is very different. <laughs> 
So yeah, yeah that, that thing is very fulfilling to me. You know, I, I, I like how I'm, I feel like I'm blossoming in my personality. You know, I'm seeing new aspects of myself that I haven't seen. I felt like you get jaded, you get set in your ways that this is what I'm capable of and I'm not getting any younger and this is all I got. But, you know, mm. like you learn these new things. So I do feel like it's like kind of like a pivotal year for us. You know, we started with a half marathon, never did that before. So I'm like, yeah, this is a year of change. I got to do something different this year. So wow. that is super exciting. That's awesome. I can't get past three miles. So I will yeah. take I I'm I'm back to that for right now, three miles. We'll probably get back to a half marathon sometime. Yeah. Uh, every every now and then I'm like I'm like in five K help. That's the way I describe it. Like I can get up and run a five K and like, that's it. All right. That's that's really like, I just I get bored. We'll, we'll get you out there. ADHD and running and you're just like you just start thinking about everything. So you would go to www.velasa.shop. That's V-I-L-A-S-A dot shop. And our Instagram mm -hmm. handle is velasa.us, V-I-L-A-S-A.us. And the Facebook page is Velasa Home Accents. Awesome. There we go. Well, You're going to be one closer to 100 right that's now. That's right. We're going to follow you from Absolutely. <laughs> and folks, as, as you know, this is going to be out, I think it's right now, August something. Sure. Or maybe, I don't know. Uh, is, we're approaching fall. I love saying that in June and people don't realize it. It's like, it's like them, which is what I'm doing right now. But anyway, as you're thinking about holiday shopping and Christmas shopping, all the things, yeah. this is a great way to do that. Yeah. yeah. And, and you're supporting a, a small business. Yeah. What? Amazing products. A wonderful family, and and, and uh, our raising children who are about to be CEOs. But your daughter, I think, is about to turn out in her business now, which I can't wait to see it. But um, <laughs> please support; it's going to be great. And if you are, I just let you do this part. Going okay. Out. Well, I was going to mess it up. So <laughs> you just take it. That's all right. I messed up the the, the tagline. <laughs> um. So if you are listening to this podcast for time, thank you Welcome. so much. Welcome. Yeah. Uh, you can subscribe to Hustling Sideways wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we are also on Facebook, we are on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we are on YouTube, and we're on TikTok as well. So we are all over all the social media as well. Uh, so please go ahead and follow us. And then also, if you want to be a guest on this show, very simple, just send us an email. It's, Tell us. It's yeah. hustlingsideways at gmail.com. We can make it work wherever you are in the world, as we have found out. Uh, we are now the Hustling Sideways as seen on Forbes. As seen on Forbes. We are the spirit fingers. <laughs> yeah, as linked on Forbes. Yes. Um, but follow us everywhere. Uh, you can give this podcast a five-star review. It's the only one that you're allowed to give. You all make five stars, they make them for you. That's how it works. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for listening. Jim. Keep on hustling. <laughs>